everybody and welcome to the Maya Minds podcast. I'm your host George and here at Maya Minds we want to demystify mental health and make sharing mainstream within the exercising and sporting community. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Maya Minds podcast. I am your host, George, the founder of Maya Minds, and today I'm here with Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hi, I'm not too bad, George. I was just saying to Mark beforehand that um, his Scottish accent is going to be a refreshing thing for the listeners. Is <laughs> you no longer have to listen to my, I don't even know what it is, my just horrible stokey slash I don't even know accent that I have. Um, so thank you for coming on and blessing people's ears with your accent, Mark. That's all right. I just hope they understand me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will. I can put subtitles in any place. <laughs> um, so yeah, t- today uh, me and Mark basically want to talk a little bit about what Mark's doing. Um, I won't steal his thunder, so I'll, I'll allow him to kind of introduce the stuff himself. Um, but I'm very excited for this talk and hopefully we'll get onto some really interesting stuff. So just to start off, Mark... Um, just for the people listening at home who don't know who you are, um, can you introduce where you're from, um, where you're currently living, um, and what it is you do work-wise? Yeah, no problem. Um, so, well, I'm Mark. I'm from central Scotland originally. Moved down to Nottingham last April. And since that move, I decided to have a fresh start and went into personal training. So that was a big career change. I was in engineering before. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a strange jump. But oh, yeah, okay. just, just so much focus on the, the mental health for myself, um, having gone through it and realizing how much the gym impacted me, mm. that yeah. I wanted to get that story out there and try help other people. Mm. So, so I'm I currently didn't, working. I didn't, realize you were a, I didn't realize you were an engineer beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting, um, interesting. Um, so you, so you, meant, you mentioned there that you, you know, you kind of, you'd had experience with some mental health stuff in the past, and that's kind of what you're, what you're looking to work in now. Um, would you mind kind of sharing with us a little bit about, or, or a lot of bit, as much as you kind of want, really, uh, about <laughs> yeah. your mental health? Um, the people listening will know that, you know, we, we often share about that kind of stuff on here. Um, so yeah, it'd be really cool to, to hear about, you know, what you've been through and yeah yeah definitely and um, that's that's kind of the reason that i've decided to go into kind of personal training was to get my story out there and prove to people it's okay to talk about because mm. there's quite a, a big stigma around it um but to take you back to the start it was probably 2013 2014 when i first kind of started realizing that as, as bad as this is going to sound my mind wasn't where everyone else's mind was it wasn't the, the so-called norm um, I was quite an overthinker and then that just kind of developed slowly into well let's just stay inside today we don't want to to go outside we don't know what's going to happen um, and that just developed slowly into depression um, and at my lowest point it, suicide was a thought um, I remember one day that I was driving along in my car and I just thought to myself, this is it. I'm, I'm going to do it right now. Um, what have I got to lose? All I want to do is escape from my mind. So this is the only way I can do it. Um, 
I felt my foot go in that accelerator, increase the speed, start to swerve towards the tree. And all that was going through my mind was, this is it, I'm going to be free. And then before I realized that my hands were turning the wheel away from the tree and foot was going on the brake, I was like, well, what's happening here? I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to do it. Like, this, this, this should be it. And that, that's when I made the realization that although my mind was fighting itself through this battle of depression, my body had never stopped fighting to stay alive. Mm. And that's when I kind of made that connection that my body could be the key to all of this, to overcome this. So this, this is how the whole physical training side of it came into it. I decided to start exercising, but due to the anxiety and the thought of going into a gym, that wasn't an issue. Like, no way was I going to do that. So I started exercising at home. And then as I kind of built up a tolerance to exercise and got used to it, my mind became healthier. I was like, great, okay, I've, I've got this. Um, don't get me wrong, I still had my, my down days. Um, but yeah, that that's, it wasn't actually until then that I actually reached out to people and told them what I was going through. And funnily enough, it wasn't family that I reached out to, even though I'm really close to my family. I just didn't want them to see me as, as broken almost. Um, so yeah, my, my friends managed to get me through those dark days and I kept at the, the home exercise and finally I thought to myself, this is it, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym. So I asked my brother if he wanted to come with me um, just because he was into the kind of exercising at home as well and he'd never went into a gym. So it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll go together. <laughs> I can still remember. It was just a, a small leisure centre we walked into. And as soon as we opened up that door and I saw the gym, if he wasn't there beside me, I was walking out. Mm. There was no way I was stepping foot in there. Um, there's just, I felt this wave of pressure from everyone that was inside, even though none of them were probably looking at me. Um, I felt all of them stare at me and say to themselves, like, why is this guy here? He's new. He doesn't belong here. Your, and, brain, your brain has an amazing ability to convince you that everything around you is out to get you if, you, if you're yeah. in that mindset. Yeah, it's just, it's just like what you're saying. Everything is just against you. It's, it's a strange feeling. But yeah, after that first session, I realized that, that this is it. This, I've made that first step and continuing down this path, I'm, I'm going to get better. Mm. I'm determined to fight for my life. And yeah, I've, I've never looked back. So, so since since that first session, would you say it's been easy, or have you still had ups and downs, or? Oh no, it's been far from easy. Um, I thought it would be the case. But, <laughs> but, but I, th I think the difference is, is there's always that voice in the back of my mind now saying, "Fight," whereas mm. before it was uh, just give up. Mm. I think. Um, thank you for for sharing that with everyone, and obviously, okay. it's a you know, it's a. Um, 
kind of inspirational story to come from those kind of suicidal tendencies and then to be where you are now where you know we're going to talk on it where you're going to be trying to help other people um, and yeah. going through a similar thing that you did using the same kind of methods that you've used um I'm, I'm interested in you know you said you said earlier that you were kind of you were worried about opening up to your to your family about it and stuff have, have you spoken to your family about it now or yeah um i have now but honestly not until probably the start of this year oh, wow. because I knew I was going down this route into personal training to help people with this mindset. Um, but yeah, they, uh, I feel stupid for not talking to them earlier because the support and everything has just been so great. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got a message this morning from a brother saying, good luck with the podcast. You'll smash it. And it's just, oh. it's just little things like that. And yeah. like, well, there's such a, they are the it sounds corny but they're my best friends my full family and it's just a amazing support network there i don't know why i didn't take advantage of it sooner i i, I really like that you know um you've you've you know you're now kind of using your family and you have that support network but you know some some people don't have the family or you yeah. know um and you, you know you could still you you originally went with just friends or people that you knew and you know felt close with um, and I think I think that's a really important message for people um, listening that, you know, you were you were scared to tell your family, you know, you you to the point where you didn't tell them for a long time. Yeah. Um, and even even still, you know, even when you eventually you were like, right, I need to tell them, then you realize like, you know what, it really wasn't as big a deal as, as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's something often that happens in people is when it's in your head. It, the a, a, a fear or a worry in your head can be is infinitely bad because because you don't know what's going to happen it's not objective like as far you know as far as you're concerned any little worry could end up with the world ending like you know anything to the extreme but it could yeah, be anything yeah. whereas as soon as you get it out there okay it may still you know you know admitting you know, i've i've been suicidal in the past and you know admitting that you know is is still you know, it's still not a nice thing to admit but now I now it's it's a thing and it's objective and it has it has its limit and it has its like bottom and I know how to work around that and how to deal with it and how to accept it as being a part of my life. But it was a part of my life and now I'm doing much better. Um, although all the suicidal stuff, I've, I've been I've been okay, but I have been really down over the last um, today. No, two days ago from today, um, I've been feeling much better. Um, I actually recorded the the podcast that will come out before this one was the one with Troy. You, you won't have seen it yet because it hasn't come no. out. But um, me and him spoke about our our issues and stuff. And I was really down in the podcast, and I I, I mentioned that I was. Um, and since then, you know, opening up and stuff has helped me so much. And mm -hmm. I really I'm a huge advocate for opening up, and I love that that you seem to be the same. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the problem, especially in males. I think it's like something like three quarter of the suicides are male. Mm. And I think it's because you've got that stigma around it that you have to be the, the classic man and be strong and don't show any weakness for yeah. nowadays there's so much pressure on you that you need to be able to talk. And especially, um, obviously, I'm not trying to take away from like any any man. It is difficult for any man, but I think it's it's, it's even more heightened in the gym or fitness guy because yeah. we are we are like you know we're actively pursuing to be stronger or to like get bigger muscles or something. So yeah. Yeah. it's even it's it seems 
we're because we're even more of the stereotype of the typical man then we we like you know it's even stronger impulse that well we can't i can't have feelings like i can't get upset because look at me like i'm you know i'm a big strong person like you know I'm, yeah. so um you feel like you're not allowed um but it's that's just bullshit like it's just <laughs> it, it just really is and i and i'm not trying to take away from people who are feeling that way because i've been there and i know it's terrifying it's not you know it's it doesn't feel funny at the time but as soon like as soon as you do share and you realize that people like no one's gonna like you know, no one's going to discredit you or decide that you're you're no longer a good person because you yeah. feel a bit bad. Um, I think it's a cliche that you you know that you're not alone. Like idea of you know you know you're never alone if you're struggling with mental health. But it, it's a cliche, but it's it's true. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Gen- genuinely, like especially especially in the fitness community, and obviously I've run in my minds for a, a year and a bit now. I speak to people in the fitness community all the time, and. You know, I there's I've I've interviewed like I've, there's a guy I interviewed the other day, Tom Thomas Davis, who's bench pressed 315 kilos. He's just one of the strongest men on the entire planet. Literally, like the the opposite of what you'd expect to be. You know, he's he is a manly man. He is the alpha male. Like he is yeah. an alpha male, and even he struggles with stuff. And he's open about it. And you're not less of a man or less of anyone. You know, even the 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 girls watching, women watching, but you're not. You're not less of a person for struggling. If anything, you know, it makes you a person. Like yeah, a lot. That's the thing. It makes you human. Like mm-hmm. Humans have emotions. You can't just blank over them and pretend they're not there. Yeah. You just open up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it was that. I wish we could make it that simple. But that, that's, yeah. why, that's why these conversations are important. That's, what we're, that's why we're doing it. And you opening up about your story and, and you know, sharing those kind of, you know, um, there's deep things that you've been through. There's difficult things you've been through. You're, you're prove you're proving that it's the right thing to do because, you know, it's helping you and it's helped you get to where you are. And hopefully the people, people listening who may be in a similar position to where you've been will listen to this and and be like, you know, he did it so I can do it. Um, so moving on from kind of your, your own story and, and when you know kind of when we initially spoke you mentioned to me about this initiative that you're you're starting out with um can you explain it a little bit to the the people listening um and then also like how how you're looking to impact mental health through it yeah so what it is is right now i'm a personal trainer based out of a pure gym in castle marina in nottingham and and my, my focus is people with that fear of coming to the gym, that kind of anxiety. Because um, I've, I've been there. Um, I know that it can stop you walking into that gym. And going back to my story, I, I want to be my brother in that situation. I want to be that person next to you. Oh, obviously I can't now because of the, the COVID, but figuratively holding your hand <laughs> through that door and just taking you through it, being that face next to you that can relax you. And if you're not happy with something, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll sit down. We'll talk about it. There doesn't need to be this fear about coming into the gym and someone's there and they're deadlifting 400 kilos and you're just terrified of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just I want people to realize how much exercise and movement has of an effect on the brain 
and it releases those endorphins and it it sounds corny but it it kind of awakens you up it brings life to you and especially if you do it in the morning you feel like the rest of that day you're on a high and you can just keep going Mm. yeah I, i think um one like you say that you know exercise is is one of the most widely researched um, like mental health improvers there is you know there's so much proof that mm-hmm. if people engage in more physical activity they tend to it tends to lead to a, a improved quality of life um, and less lesser um, I might be misquoting the research here but I'm, I'm pretty sure less depressive and, and anxious symptoms um, so you know there's, there's no there's no question that it does help um, and a, a big a big part of um, you know with my mind I like to kind of open up about also the negatives of exercise and i think i think having someone like yourself like a personal trainer who will be there and will take away some of the stresses that come from exercise and take it like you're saying take away that 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 social pressure of you know being there on your own and people are looking at you and stuff you know you're you're, their their actions and activities and, and you know what they're eating or whatever i don't know how much kind of detail you you help clients with but that that responsibility you kind of help lift it off them and you, you, know, yeah. you can allow them to take take responsibility in a slower rate and i think that's that's a like a really important part of um starting in at the gym i think i think having someone you know whether it's a pt or just a friend who knows a bit about it you know having someone who can take a bit of that pressure and then slowly allow you to to release and you know and, and do it yourself i think that's such an important yeah definitely i've already had a few people come up to me and say like and normally i just come into the gym walk on a treadmill for half an hour and then leave because they're scared of the other equipment they don't know how to use it and they don't want to be seen as that person that's new to the gym hmm. and just like you're saying i'm going to be there to take away that kind of anxiety behind it all and show you how to use the equipment and use it safely I think I think because I think personal trainers in general just doing that will help but also when you're when you're a personal trainer like yourself who's who's aware of that and has been through that and you can you know <clears throat> you can understand um that fear because you remember it and you, you've, you've been there yourself and yeah, yeah. um it's quite fresh in your in your mind I think the ability that you know when you can empathize with people so yeah. you know maybe maybe some I know I don't want to you know discount other pts but you know maybe some pts who haven't been through those struggles or haven't recognized that they've been through those struggles if someone says to them that they're feeling you know anxious about other people and stuff they may just be you may just disregard it yeah, whereas yeah. someone like yourself or you know someone who is open about that or what you know is and even if they haven't been through it themselves if they've educated themselves on it and they understand it you know there's plenty of um cpd training courses out there that you can do on mental health and stuff and there are free ones on online and stuff you know people listening i think if you go on the open university um they have some free courses on exercise and mental health and stuff and i've i've done i've done a couple i think on that on that channel or on that website so you know if people checking that a personal trainer has that that um experience or you know has, has actively pursued that knowledge is really important yeah um i've actually got a client that came to me last week and the reason that they came to me was for the, the anxiety side. They're very open and they said that they've got quite severe anxiety. 
and they said they had a personal trainer before um, kind of the lockdown happened and that personal trainer didn't understand the mental health side of it and they said they actually had a breakdown mid-session just on that gym floor and the personal trainer just went yeah come on get on with it you've still got 30 seconds left type thing and it's just it's just like what you're saying it's people don't have the training or the understanding to, to realize that okay this is more than someone's just struggling lifting a weight this mm-hmm. is someone struggling internally yeah and I, I to to a point you know obviously that is a horrible situation that your client went through and I I, I feel awful about that ever happening to anyone um but also like to to a point i i like i don't understand but i sympathize with the pt because if you if you haven't if you haven't experienced it or if you haven't um you know um educated yourself on it and you know you just wanted to be a personal trainer you just wanted to make people do exercise and that's like what your passion was and then someone starts having an anxiety attack i can see why people would be like why you would freak out maybe as a personal trainer like you know i'm someone who's obviously experienced anxiety to like you know the high points and still do um, but you know, to a point, I sympathise with the people that like see me have a panic attack or see me have an anxiety attack, and I, and they just don't know what to do because I, yeah. I I don't know what to do. Like, and I'm the one having it, so yeah. you know, like, like I I get it. Um, but still, you know, like I feel like if I if I saw someone have an anxiety attack or a panic attack, I feel like you know I could I would treat them in a more in a calm fashion because we're we're yeah. em- like, same in a, same way you would. I'm sure it's we're empathetic rather than yes. Um, I think I think I, I might be getting these words mixed up, but I read this in a book somewhere. How it's it's empathy rather than sympathy, because sympathy is when you feel sorry for the person, and when you feel sorry for them, you usually act in like a condescending manner. But empathy, when you've experienced it or you know about it, you treat them in a way where you understand because you're on the same level. So you know, yeah. if if I had a panic attack, you would understand, and you you wouldn't feel like you maybe you'd feel a bit bad for me because you know what it feels like. But you know, you would be like you. I've been in the same position. I'm like you know, I've I've had anxiety attacks, and or you know, I struggle with anxiety, and so I get it. Um, and it's it's different. It's a different kind of ethos, isn't it? It's a different feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's really important for personal trainers. So, um. So you, yeah, so you've started up this initiative and you've got a couple of clients. Um, where, whereabouts is it you're actually do, working? Is it in Nottingham? It's, it's uh, in Pure Gym Castle Marina in Nottingham. Okay. And are they are they kind of um, is the gym like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like supportive for this kind of mental health initiative? That you're oh on? yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was one of the main factors as to why they brought me in as a PT is because they they didn't have anyone with that kind of mental health focus in their team. And they realise that it is an issue out there, especially in the state of affairs the world's in the now. People are more and more anxious about coming to the gym. I don't know if this is a kind of peering too much into how you work, but I'm interested in you know if you ha- if you do have a client who's who's suffering with anxiety and stuff, how do you tr- is there a way you treat them differently, or you know is there like how do you treat them? Um, I wouldn't say I, I treat them differently as per se. Um, yeah, just like you were saying, you're you're empathetic with them. You get down on their level with them and talk to them, see what's going to make them comfortable and work around that while at the same time getting them comfortable with the uncomfortable parts that they're not used to. It's just about knowing how far to push someone out of mm-hmm. that comfort zone because if you don't push, then you'll never 
I don't, know, don't want to say you'll never grow, but you'll never experience the full benefits mm. of the gym, shall we say? Yeah, I think I think um, again, this is something I've read and I can't remember where I've read it from, but I think it, what's really important with the kind of the, the growth idea that you're talking about, like pushing yourself, is there's always there's always an there's always an amount you can break something down in order to get to the point where you can push yourself and you feel comfortable, even if you are in that like in extreme kind of anxiety, depression state. Um, you know, if let's say the example is stepping into the gym, if you feel like if you feel like walking into a gym is far too terrifying, let's break it down. Okay, so, so to get to the gym, one you have to drive to it, you have to park in the car park, you have to get out your car, you have to go up to the front door. So let's let's just start off. Let's just go park in the car park. Like and see, yeah. they, that's a win. Yeah. You've done it. Um, that, that's something else I actually do because I myself, parking is a very anxious thing for me, not knowing where I'm going to park. Um, so yeah, I, I break it down. If someone's nervous about coming to gym, I break it down perfectly. It's come in, there's a big car park right next door to little parking. You get two hours free. I'll meet you by the pure gym door. We can go through the front doors together. I'll take you around or show you the changing rooms. And it's, it's like you're saying, it's breaking it down into those little manageable segments. And you can, you can do that to the extreme. You know, if people are listening and thinking even parking in the car parks too much, just go sit in your car with the, with the, with your gym kit on. That's it. Like that, you know, and it's a win. And you know that if you can break it down into like unimaginably small steps, if you want to, you can, you can say, I'm going to get a foot closer to the gym. You know, I'm going to take one step towards the gym. And if you can just do that, like, and I think everyone can do that, you know, even just contemplating the idea of going to the gym can be a win for some people. If you know, it's that scary. Um, I think that's a really important thing for people listening. Um, is, you know, I know, I know how terrifying it is, but if you feel like you really need to do something, breaking it down and having someone else like yourself there with you, supporting you, showing you that it's going to be okay and taking some of that responsibility from you is really important. Yeah. So finally, um, well, I'll maybe be a couple of questions, but I want to ask, um, let's break this into two. So first of all, um, as a personal trainer yourself, working in the kind of mental health world um for any personal trainers listening who want to help people with mental health and maybe feel a bit um kind of worried about it anxious about it do you have any advice for them um just like what you were saying there's free courses there's google on every device just do some research figure out uh, you, you can understand to a certain extent what people are going through um, and just try to find some methods to help people. Mm. And if someone comes to you and says they're, they're feeling anxious, sit down with them and do you, do have a think, talk, see, see what they're scared of. And... Do, you th- do you think speaking to maybe people they know who have mental health issues could be? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a, a big benefit um, to get, get that kind of first-hand experience and understand what they were going through. Um, but personally, I've worked in a couple of gyms and probably 99% of the people that work in the gyms themselves have went through mental health issues, whether they're open about it like online and to their clients and stuff or not. Um, yeah, they, they all seem to have some sort of understanding to it. Mm. I think, I think I, I'm, I'm a strong believer that um, I'm yet to meet someone that has told me they have like, 
completely never in their entire life had any issue with their mental health. And, you know, as we spoke, as we spoke earlier on, it's kind of what makes us human to a point. And, you know, if you, if you, if people listening here and they genuinely never had an issue, you're, you're fine too. I'm not saying you're not human, (laughs) but I've just, I, I find it very difficult to believe that someone can go through their entire life without feeling shit sometimes. And, you know, so we all, we all know how it feels. Um, And yeah, I think like you're saying as a PT, you can sympathize to, to that degree, even if you haven't had it to the kind of, you know, the extremes of, you know, having some kind of mental health condition or something. you still you're still part of the way there and educating yourself some more like you were saying and and speaking to maybe people that you know who are open about their mental health and you ask if someone's open about mental health like for me personally you ask me questions you know all i have to do is say i don't want to talk about that or like i don't i don't feel comfortable and yeah. then, and then you know i think it's it's kind of a generally accepted thing that although it shouldn't be mental health conversations can be a bit awkward and um, so no one's going to be like you know, if, if they, if they turn down talking about it, no one's going to like, you know, it's not going to, they're not going to like be like, Oh, who am I? Like everyone, everyone understands that it can be a bit weird to talk about. Yeah. And yeah. um, that, that's something else just on the back of that is if you're going with a personal trainer, you fill out a form called a park you. So it's a physical activity readiness questionnaire. So it's just to effectively say you're healthy and not going through any like blood pressure problems, heart problems, anything like that. Um, and something I looked through it, hundreds online, and something that was never on any of them was mental health. Mm. So at the bottom of mind, it's just a little optional question. You don't need to fill it out if you're not. It's just, have you ever suffered from mental ill health, whether it's formally diagnosed or not? And I just think that's something that PTs could incorporate as well. Just they don't need to know specifically what the mental health was. Just to have that kind of okay something's there and the gym might help them here yeah that, that, that's that's a fantastic point um for like personal trainers watching that that takes you what two minutes to oh, yeah. open, up, open up your park you shove that question on and then like print it off and give it to people and people like you said people can ignore it if they want to or you know they can just they don't they don't you're not forcing them to do it you know you're asking them about everything else on that on that questionnaire so it's not like it's you know a radical change yeah. um so yeah that that is that's is a great bit of advice and i think yeah it allow because then it you know it gives you the option to to ask about it as well if you want like you know it gives you a, a free license to say oh you you ticked yes here like you know if you want to talk about it you can do um you know i'm I'm here to talk to you about it if you want to um you know and i think that's a, that's something that a lot of sports professionals or pts or people who don't have in like a experience or expertise in mental health struggle with is that initial questioning about it or that initial yeah. like how do we get onto the topic and that park you question gives it you instantly it's a you know straight away you know if they if they want to talk about it or even you know or if they just acknowledge that they have one you know you, you yeah. get that tick and then you can you can question about it it's easy um so then final question um what advice so we spoke about with pts what advice would you give for people who are listening in here um, who have either, you know, who, who currently don't do physical activity or exercise um, or do, and they're, you know, having a bit of a wobble with it. Um, wobble being a technical term. Uh, <laughs> and they, you know, they want to start, you know, getting back into physical activity or, you know, increasing it or, you know, doing something with it. What advice would you give them on how to, to do that? Um, was well, something I actually heard last night was um when you class something as exercise people immediately think going for a run swim going to the gym 
and for people that is daunting. Um, I myself, at the start, I didn't leave my bedroom to exercise. Um, so I think rather than think for yourself as, oh, I'm going to do some exercise, just say, I'm going to do some movement. Mm. And that can be as, as little as standing up off the couch 20 times in a row. That's going to get your heart rate up. That will release some endorphins, and that's a step in the right direction. So don't throw yourself in at the deep end. Mm. Take the dog a longer walk, 10 extra minutes or something than what you're used to, and just build up that gradually. And yeah, find, find someone to, to share that kind of journey with if, that, if you want yeah. someone to be with you to do it. That's a, that's a great point. Um, uh, we, I, my, I actually put a post on the My Minds Instagram um, a couple of days ago from when we were recording this, talking about how um, you should do, do what you, well, I can't remember what the actual term was. I should definitely know because I wrote it down, but it's like, do what, do what makes you happy. That's it. Yeah. It's do what makes uh, yeah. you happy. Not, <laughs> thank you. Do what makes you happy, not what other people think makes you happy. And, you know, because like you say, you know, you see when we think of exercise and we think, oh, exercise makes you happy or exercise improves your mental health. Immediately people think that means I have to go sprinting or like I have to like let it go, like do like one rep maxes in the gym and like be like dying on the floor, dripping and sweating, yeah. screaming and yelling. And like some, for some people, that's, that's what makes them happy and they should do that. And that's great. Um, but, you know, I think the example I, I gave on the post was, you know, some people you like dancing with your cat. Or, yeah. you know, you want to, you just want to like walk up and down your stairs a few times. And if that, if that, gen, if that makes you happy, then like, who gives a shit about what like other, other makes other people happy? Do like, you we're all so individual. It's another cliche. We're all individuals. We all have, we're all different, but it's the truth. You know, like you, if, if, if going in the gym and lifting weights doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Like it's, you, there's no, there's no law that says that that has to be the kind of exercise. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it's something in the fitness community, especially is, is kind of maybe not, I don't, I don't think it's on purpose, but is, is, it's kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's hinted at the idea that, you know, you have to do a certain kind of exercise, you know, yeah. um, but it's, it's not the case. And, you know, if you work with a, a PT or something, you know, they, you know, a good one won't, won't force you to do a certain exercise. You know, if you say, I don't enjoy doing bicep curls, they're not going to be like, well, you're doing them anyway. Like, you know, no one's going to make you do something. At least they shouldn't anyway. And if they are doing then you should talk to them and say that it's making you unhappy and hopefully they'll change. And if they don't change, then you need to get a different PT, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a great bit of advice. Brilliant. Um, so thank you, Mark, for, for doing this interview. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for telling us about what it is you're, you're doing. Um, you seem like a really great guy. We've got this is literally we've only been speak we've only known each other for these thirty minutes now, really. Um, but you seem like a really lovely guy. Um, and um, if if I was in Nottingham, I would want you to be my personal trainer. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, and thank you again for all the advice that you gave. And I hope people listening who are who want who are aspiring PTs or current PTs or people you know people in the gym. You know, I'm, a lot of people who listen to my minds are people in the gym because it's kind of our thing. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. Mark, just to just to finish off, can you um, tell people where they can find you? So websites, um, social medias, etc. Yeah. Um, so my website is mdthept.com. Um, nice and easy. And my social media is mdpt.mentalandphysicalfitness. 
And that's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, you'll find the Excellent. As always, everyone listening, that will be in the description of the podcast and also um, below any social media posts that I do regarding this. Um, and yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks again, Mark. And thank you. I am looking forward to you all listening to the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Here at Maya Minds, we're trying to raise awareness for all the things that we speak about in this podcast. So please, if you can, give it a share. Each and every one of you has the potential to help us with that. Also, if you want to check out mayaminds.com, please do. You can see all our social media things on there and we'd love to have you contributing more as a part of our community. Thank you.